We divide 125 genders by three bathrooms. How much climate change do we have? The Kate Daly Show starts now. This whole COVID madness, this so-called pandemic, it was just a test balloon. A gigantic test balloon. Well, for what, you ask? Well, to see how far they could go. Whatever your government is doing, try stop rationalizing and come up with some good intentions. They have no good intentions. Never, as I said before, in the entire history of mankind, there has never been a political elite concerned about the well-being of regular people. And it isn't any different now. Why should it stop giving them the benefit of the doubt? Because I can tell you, you cannot comply your way out of a tyranny. It is impossible. Trying to do so, you will only feed a gigantic alligator in the hopes of being eaten last. But guess what? Your turn will come, and then you will be the one swallowed up. I had to play that again. It's too good. It's scary. I mean, that's a German MEP. That's a German politician. And she's right. She's right. And she was actually talking about uh, COVID. How can you guys keep falling for it? Why are you guys so stupid? <laughs> That's basically her, her whole message before that. Uh, welcome to the Kate Daly Show. And I want to take your calls because we have a lot of clips to play in this final hour of the show. And uh, I mean, they're good, too. So there's a lot of uh, talk. A lot, I think a lot of discussion. Don't you think, Uncle Milty, that mm. can come from these? And, oh, yeah. uh, and so... Um, where do we start? In the last hour, we we did um, uh, influencers are getting letters to promote Israel, paid promotion. Uh, okay, little weird, right? You should think of that as a little weird and um, a lot of weird. And then also the tear wheel of fear. <laughs> Be very afraid. Be very afraid uh, because. Um, Blinking lights means that something's coming. And of course, uh, you are going to be the victim of all of that. And I do think that they want to cause some sort of disaster. Here is, honestly, this is probably who's running the country, John Kerry, because he never gets talked about. People, they want people to think Obama's doing it. It's actually, I think, John Kerry um, at the helm. But here he is giving us this dire warning because of his crystal ball. They all have a crystal ball. Mm -hmm. That's how Satanists are. Okay, here we go. We need the MDBs to scale up finance for adaptation and resilience. And we need them. You know what that means, right? You know what that means, right? That's digital currency. Let me play this again. For adaptation to a disaster. That's digital currency. Here we go. I'll play it again. We need the MDBs to scale up finance for adaptation and resilience. And we need them. Uh, including today in a place like Pakistan, to ensure that countries have ready and affordable access to resources after disaster. We need a greater synergy between public mm -hmm. and private finance. It's been talked about for a long time. It's got to happen. What do you think of that? Synergy. Hmm. Synergy. Yeah. <clears> hmm. <throat> okay. So really what's going on here is the fact that 
he's saying that there's going to be a big disaster. This big disaster is going to come. And when it does, um, you're just going to have to you're you're going to have to figure it out. I just really hope people are actually getting because um, this is a real terror is our own government doing this to us. But they're going to work up some sort of disaster. And and I just hope you have food storage. I hope you have a way to deal with it. I hope you have a way. I hope you have things. Go to preparewithkate.com and get some things. I just hope that you're on the ball. I know everyone's thinking about Christmas, but we have to be on the ball thinking about what they're planning because the blinking light thing from Christopher uh, FBI Ray was all about, oh, we're seeing all the precursors to 9-11. And you know what? Christmas is on a Monday this year. And they always said on a Monday when the banks were closed, mm. they would try to do something. And I'm not saying it's going to be in a couple of weeks. I just always am on the alert for that and just sort of like, hmm, a little data point for you. Yeah. The the thing that bothers me is the language they use. Mm-hmm. Like he just said, Kerry just said, we need a greater synergy between public and private finances. Yeah. Now, right. first of all, synergy means... Two or more things or forces so that when combined, their effect is greater than the sum of their individual effects. So that means that if you take public finances and private finances and put them together, the the result is greater. That's mm-hmm. not true. Yeah. The result is greater for the, for the government, mm-hmm. but not for the people. Yeah. So true. But they use this word synergy mm-hmm. in, in in a context that means nothing. It means nothing yeah, the way means, they use it. Well, it's a lot of gobbledygook. Yeah. So and, I listen to this one more time. He uses a lot of gobbledygook, and this is why we have to get the message that he's actually saying. Here we go. We need the MDBs to scale up finance for adaptation and resilience. And we need them... Uh, including today in a place like Pakistan, to ensure that countries have ready and affordable access to resources after disaster. We need a greater synergy between public and private finance. It's been talked about for a long time. It's got to happen. Ah, public and private finance. And so what what did they do? They introduced FedNow, you know, sort of like the PayPal. And and, and it's it's going into the government has to control currency because disasters are coming that they've planned, false flags. And something's going to happen to provoke something where digital currency has to come in. It has to be public-private. And he he says the MDBs. Yeah. The MDB is a multilateral development bank, which is an international financial institution. Mm -hmm. That means it's outside of our control. It's international. It has nothing to do with the United States. So why are we concerned with what multilateral development banks internationally are doing? Yeah. it's globalism. Yep. The whole thing is globalism. I agree. I totally agree. That's um, a more scary word than communism. I know. No, it is. And I and 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 like we said yesterday, but it sounds nice. So everybody's all in, right? Not everybody, not you guys, but you know what I get. You know what I mean. Um, I also uh, we needed to reference again that um, Biden King Dingling wants to put people in um, the parks. <laughs> He wants to push to allow illegal aliens, which are just illegals, 
to live in national parks using federal funds. I didn't know there was a lot of housing in the national parks. I didn't know that they were his to give. (laughs) Uh, Well, they're Hmm. national parks. Well, Doesn't he own them? Can you give them to illegals coming into the country? You can't give them to anybody, Hmm. and the government's not even supposed to own them. Yeah, exactly. So, proper role of government, much? No. And, uh, um, yeah, so we're still, we are are definitely... so, yeah, we're in, a, we're in a situation where we're looking at that, too. All the things. And, and I know people are thinking, there's no way. There's no way. This is insanity. Uh, yep, there is a way. And they keep slinging this out, everybody. I swear to you that there is a reason behind this. It is more of a, a play. Um, it's a more of a play to... If you guys keep noticing, it's, it's Biden, Biden, Biden on everything. Mm-hmm. I don't know. Did, um, did you ever see the the uh, six-episode series by Ken Burns called National Parks, America's Best Idea? Yeah. Yeah. It was a great idea on how to steal land exactly. from the people. Yep. Yep. Oh, you guys, we're in a world of hurt. We are in a world of hurt, and it's not getting any better. I mean, I, I we're we're getting these kinds of of uh, slings and arrows. It, this is um, on a daily basis where you think it can't get any crazier, it can't get any weirder. It is. It is getting weirder. Yep. It is getting crazier. Yep. Maybe it is all for a reason. I don't really know the answer to that. So I don't know. Anyway, um, there's a lot of clips to play, and um, what was the other one? Um, oh, I wanted to play. Oh, okay. Before I, before I go there, there was something I wanted to mention. The governor of our state has gotten way more fierce about um, putting money into this new budget into mental health, mental health. And he, he threatened the citizenry in my state. He threatened them. And what he said was uh, basically this, you better not mess with my plans to put people that only have a bachelor's degree, okay, not a master's, which is what you have to have to be, you know, in, in social work and, and all these other things. I want to put all these other people to work and I want to broaden mental health and I want to broaden um, places for the homeless to go. And I don't want anyone messing with it. And if you do mess with it, your life will basically be hell. That's what he was telling everybody in my state. Now, I say this only because this is going to happen in yours too. For some reason, my state is a state that wants to pony itself up to become the beacon of example for everybody else. And, um, and uh, King Dingling, our governor, our very feminine, feminine governor, uh, loves Biden, loves Biden and wants to do anything and everything that administration wants him to do. And, and they're, they're really pressing for places that'll that are built for the homeless that'll also be there for the broadened umbrella of mental health help and i say help in air quotes because help means we find you mental based on anything we want to find you need mental health and we can put you away and all of this has been outlined in in state law by conservatives the ability to incarcerate you, the ability to put you away. 
and it's becoming more and more fierce and way more of a, uh, what is the word? Threat, way more of a threat to you. And I, I don't, I don't say this lightly. We have a very feminine sort of lying governor who wants to make sure that he does everything the new world order way. And it's really affecting my state. Now, I live in a conservative state. If you live in a conservative state, just be very, very aware of what's going on. Because for some reason, when you live in a conservative state, it makes you more complacent (laughs) to all this. And you don't think it's going to happen, but it is. What are your thoughts? Yeah? Well, I know we have to go to a break, but... uh Uh-oh. I know. I hate those. (laughs) Right? Because I want to keep talking about this. Uh, When we come back, um, we'll further the conversation. Be right back. I have more clips to play that are very, very interesting. Be right back. Kate Daly Show. Merry Christmas, everybody. Did you know that December is a great time to text Birch Gold? uh, 989898 is the phone number, and you can text my name, Kate. And let me just tell you, they're giving you free silver eagles when you do this. When you transfer everything over your IRAs and your uh, retirement to gold-backed. So really what you're doing is taking an extra step to um, enforce it's availability in the future, if you will, in making sure that everything is in, you know, concrete, right? As far as that goes. And this is a great time to do it. So for every $5,000 uh, you purchase, it's basically you're moving everything over for free. Um, and in a 401k tax sheltered IRA in gold, uh, you're going to get a free Eagle up until December uh, 22nd. So please make sure and do that. Look, these are the guys I trust. I'm not going to give you a company that I don't trust. I trust Birch Gold. Ron Paul trusts Birch Gold. He talks about him incessantly because he loves what they do. And he uses his own resources with Birch Gold. So what I'm telling you is, look, this is a great company that you can trust. They're doing a great service for you. And they're also giving you free uh, free Silver Eagle coins um, when you do this and... It might not cost you a dime, which is even better. And if you're wondering whether you should do it or not, why would you you back up your computer? Why would you not back up everything that you've got out there? Right. I know you're worried about it because of digital currency coming in. So take that step. My gosh, at least get the free information. Just at least do me that. Get the free information. Text 989898. That's the phone number. And text my name, Kate. So easy. It'll take you two seconds. Please do that. And then at least I know you've got the free information. Merry Christmas, you guys. This is the Kate Daly Show. Let it be Christmas everywhere. Let heavenly music fill the air. Let every heart sing. Kate Daly Show. KateDalyRadio.com. And uh, of course, text Birch. Birch Gold. Uh, Kerry has a clip where he's talking about, oh, uh, we need more public-private finance institutions. Uh, You know, with disasters coming, they're coming in his crystal ball. John Kerry, who I think is really running the country. I think he's actually the president. I really do. Um, He's the one that least talked about, if you guys notice. But he crops up everywhere. Um, And... um, 
also just talking about the fact that uh, stuff's going to happen. And uh, then, of course, Christopher Ray is saying, blinking lights, blinking lights, everything is about to happen. Something's about to go on, which usually means a false flag. So if I were you, I would get ready. I would get ready in preparedness just for whatever can happen. I would get ready for um, uh, digital currency by texting 989898 and text my name, Kate. You can get some free information on how to back everything up by gold and you can get free silver too. Um, Eagles, free silver Eagles, which is amazing. And it doesn't cost you anything to do that. So why would you not shore it up just like you would back up computer files? Why would you not do that? Um, I've got Uncle Milty here and... We were just, you know, I was thinking about my governor, my governor of my state. He's very feminine and um, he's a he's a Biden bootlicker. He loves King Dingling and King Dingling visits him and, and he just loves him. OK, and he's super, super scrawny and feminine. He's just a very, very weird guy. But he sells himself as a rancher conservative, but he's not just like the least of what he does anyway. Um, so he was he was talking about homelessness and he was talking about um, how he was putting how much into homelessness? One hundred and eighty six million dollars is what they're asking for. And we only have about thirty five hundred homeless that spend the night outside that are just basically homeless that are homeless yeah. actually literally uh-huh. and homelessness is a variable thing yeah it comes and goes right you might be homeless for a month mm-hmm. and then not be homeless yeah. yeah they don't keep an accurate count of that this stuff this is like true homeless yeah okay? but, but the true homeless mm-hmm. that 186 million dollars yeah. For 3,500 homeless people is $53,000 a person. We've been throwing money at homelessness for decades. Yeah. Hasn't really gotten better. Hasn't really gotten much worse. No. Mm-mm. It's a pretty level, consistent mm-hmm. thing. But just realize that it, my state gets snowed a lot because um, it receives snow and gets snowed. Um, my state, my state gets snowed a lot by by thinking there's a conservative in in government and that everyone's conservative. But but my own state of Utah, the representation here that's mostly conservative but liars, they actually put into writing that we could be incarcerated under mental health for any reason. They're building all these places for the homeless to be, and they're talking about mental health services and how they're expanding that under these umbrellas. But what's uh, what's interesting is I want you to look at your own state and say, okay, how much are they pouring in under the guise of helping homelessness and mental health? How many institutions are they erecting all throughout the country? Because I think these become FEMA camps. I think these are the things that incarcerate people based on politics in the future. That's what I think. Well, Spencer also said, Mm -hmm. he said, what we want this money for Mm -hmm. is to help fill significant gaps in the system that cause too many people to fall through. What does that mean? Mm-hmm. That means that it, it's going to hurt us all. It means literally mm-hmm. it it doesn't say anything specific there, about what the problem right, is right. or what this money will do to fix it. Yep. And as they broaden the arena for mental health, as they broaden this, um, then they start to ensnare into who needs mental health could be right. based on your politics, what you think, because my governor was the one that came out with the Colorado governor on how to disagree better. And yeah. you might have that total whack job uncle who thinks there's voter fraud your yeah. maga uncle right making fun of maga 
and so we have a very very liberal governor and 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 i think most conservative states do and i think they're lying to you and i think that you're getting handed a box of rocks no matter where you live by governors who are very tied into the new world order and are giving orders as far as the in the way they're increasing things increasing things under housing and increasing things under mental health I think in the future is where you end up and I end up when people say, what are you afraid of? Because that was asked of um, James O'Keefe. And I have that clip coming up. What are you afraid of? And the guy said losing his job. Um, I think most people should be afraid that their government is going to incarcerate them based on their politics or not believing the media, the lying scumbags of media. That's what they're going to be incarcerated for under mental health they're coming to take me away. Exactly. <laughs> uh-huh. Uh-huh. Be right back. This is the Kate Daly Show. Oh, come all ye show i'm here with uncle milty and uh, of course you can call up if you're listening to us live and you can do so every day if you want to in the afternoon in the late afternoon um and you can go to katedallyradio.com to do that make sure and get um you can just click on the listen live button and the call-in number is right there on katedallyradio.com three words katedallyradio.com also the soundclouds too the soundcloud episodes you can share those far and wider there as well um and then you can watch us on uh, on frankspeech.com on your Roku. So you can download Frank Speech and you can actually, uh, there's great programming there. And every night at about 9 o'clock Central, 8 o'clock Mountain, you can actually watch us live, do the show. Um, so we have a lot to say. Uh, make sure you text Birch989898. Uh, text them and get some great financial information uh, that could save you and save your uh, finances, actually, as we go into digital currency. It's already been promised by Wells Fargo. So when you call your bank and they go, we don't have any idea what you're talking about. They're lying scumbags because they talk about it all the time. Uh, Wells Fargo readily admitted that um, uh, digi- everything would be digital and cash would be out within the next three years. I think it's sooner than that. There'll be some sort of disaster that makes it happen sooner in a false flag. Okay. Um, and then also um, get over to uh, Balance of Nature. Code word is Kate and also my pillow. Um, I have wonderful sponsors, so please visit them. So um, when I'm talking about the housing thing, and if you think I'm crazy and you need to look at your state and see what they're doing with homeless housing, with mental health housing. Oh, we, we care so much about mental health. We care so much about the homeless like never before, when they have their claws out, like my governor, who's horrendous, the most horrendous lying governor I've ever seen, okay? And this is how all the states are right now, I think. I think maybe there's two governors, maybe, or one governor that isn't like this, but um, for the most part, you don't have good governing going on. You have bought and sold governing. Then what happens is, is they have this total uh, preoccupation with the homeless, and with mental health for a reason. And here's a clip, one minute long, by Dr. David Martin explaining the housing great reset. Here you go. 
and if I, I need to turn off my music, you know what? This is such a weird day. <laughs> we have so many issues going on today. So crazy, but it's live. What can I say? Here we go. When they say you'll be happy, what they mean is you'll be enslaved. That's why they're talking about a great reset. That's why they're talking about introducing this quasi-communist, quasi-socialist agenda. They know we've run the course where we cannot continue down the path of the ever-increasing indebtedness because we have a generation that quite literally cannot afford to buy a house. Millions of Americans are priced out of buying a home. And so it's easy to tell that generation we're going to forgive your college debt, student debt relief, and set your expectations lower. You're going to rent forever. We're going to celebrate the tiny house movement. We're going to do all of these things which sound cool because they're shaping our narrative so that we become capable of expecting less. What we need to do is not expect less. We need to remove inefficiencies so we can experience more. And that's the subtle distinction that the Great Reset is missing. Mm. That's Dr. David Martin explaining it beautifully. Um, so, so, uh, <laughs> so here's the deal. So James O'Keefe was asked about being afraid, right? And and this, I think, is one of our disconnects. Quite honestly, is that people are afraid of losing their job. But they're not afraid of being ultimately enslaved. I hope that makes sense. Now, I understand being afraid of losing your job because you feel like you have a lot at stake. This is a guy that was asking James O'Keefe about this. This is interesting. Listen up. So it's kind of a muddled recording, but he's basically saying, what's your biggest fear? And the biggest fear, quite honestly, was you're going to lose your job. Um, He said, losing my job because I have a family of two little kids that depend on me. And James O'Keefe was saying, um, and I have questions about James, but anyway, that's a whole nother show. But James O'Keefe was basically saying, um, well, why would that be your biggest fear? Wouldn't you work through that? And the guy was even saying, right, Uncle Milty, that it's irrational. Like yep. it's it's not a rational fear because yeah, you would work it out. You'd probably go live with relatives, or you would have some other course of action, or buy something smaller, or so everybody's afraid of losing their job. Why? Because they're afraid of losing the creature comforts that we're all used to, the 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 daily that we're used to. So we don't stand up for truth as much because we're afraid of our lifestyle or our life taking it, taking its toll. Right. You know, for, for 200, for 180 years, the, the people of the United States lived with an attitude of abundance, Mm -hmm. work hard, abundance. Right. 
We have now been convinced that what we really need is an attitude of scarcity. Mm-hmm. Minimalist. Minimalism. Has become like the new buzzword. Yes. Mm-hmm. You don't need that home. You don't need mm-hmm. that car. You don't right. need to use air conditioning. You don't need a refrigerator. Mm-hmm. Well, scarcity. Well, the Biden would like to get rid of that, too. Yeah. No. I, I mean, it, and it really mm-hmm. shows yeah. in our children. Yeah. Our children don't have ambition. They don't get out there and try to make a future. Mm-hmm. They it's okay live to for work today. Hard. Yeah, ah, you're right. And then, a, and then on the flip side of this statement by this guy was, if that's really what you're afraid of, you can overcome that. You can go get a job somewhere else. You can do other things. So if that's preventing you from telling the truth, right? I mean, I'm heavily, heavily censored, okay? Mm-hmm. And um, I was thrown off of a local hour. I'm, I'm, I'm very, very censored. And the politicians wanted me gone, which now they're very, like, bragging about it. Okay. They're bragging about it to people, um, how, they, how, how they use their power to get me gone. And it's disgusting, but what do you do? And so we come up with new roads, new things, new things we can do to combat that. And I could never be afraid in the last 13 years of losing my job. Why? Because I did. (laughs) And guess what? The show only grew. Okay. So let God have an opportunity in your life to help you. If you want to speak out for truth, because I think anytime that you do that, you're rewarded. I've been heavily rewarded and the people that censor me are not rewarded. So it's like, I know that when you're on the side of telling the truth and when you're on the side of exposing the bad guys, and many of those are going to be politicians and many of those are going to be in government, when you're exposing all of that, good will come. And let God, let God open, you know how they always say a door closes, a window opens, let God open the window. We're so afraid of that door closing that we don't even care to see if God's going to open a window. Let him open it. It's okay if you lose your job. I lost mine. I survived. And guess what? My life even became better. The show became better. The show was more received in more places. It grew. It wouldn't have grown had I not, had they not tried to get rid of me. So, you know, now, you know, in my third stretch of this, it's like, well, you know, what do you do other than go, okay, well, God, let's, let's go open another window. Let's see where you take me. Instead of being so afraid to tell the truth and so afraid to stand up. And I know there's a horrible toll, too, and I know people are paying it. I know people that are incarcerated paying a horrible toll. We still can't be afraid of it. They'll be right back. Kate Daly Show. I've been taking Balance of Nature for several years, and I feel the energy level of 27. I endorse it, I believe in it, and I would recommend it. My name is Barbara, and I'm a registered nurse, and I take Balance of Nature. I really love gardening. I love being outdoors, and I love watching things grow. Gardening is just kind of an extension of enjoying nature. You get the sunlight, you get the breeze, you listen to the birds. It's the whole thing. I believe in balance of nature, and I really love it. Celebrate Christmas with us. Call 1-800-246-8751 or go to balanceofnature.com and sign up as a new preferred customer to get 35% off your first order 
plus a free fiber and spice supplement with free shipping and our money back guarantee. Go to balanceofnature.com and get this exclusive holiday offer by using discount code KATE. The Kate Daly Show. Daly show wrapping up today's show um so many messages in today's show actually um and so many important things to say because of what's coming and they're warning us right now fbi is going oh something's gonna happen some kind of some kind of something false flags coming you can feel it we're about due for one they haven't had one in a while um and then um of course over here in america is what i'm saying and then of course um the rise of housing and mental health. So be very aware. Thus, uh, Slovakian president said no to the jab. They have about 5 million people in their country, right above Hungary, right above Budapest. And uh, he called them out and said, no, no more. Um, Which was great. Yay, good for him. So the prime minister Fico, right, or Fico, Fico, announced that his country will refuse to ratify a pandemic accord currently being prepared by the uh, WHO. At a conference last month, uh, he slammed the media and former governor for vaccine mandates during the pandemic. And he said, uh, the media wrote openly, I'm quoting now, that everyone unvaccinated should squeal in pain like a pig. In addition, you have to use police force if someone rejects the law of the needle. Uh, the Who was paired up with the Rockefeller Foundation. They really are a product of them, but you could say paired up. The Who and the Rockefeller Foundation to search for climate pandemics next. And partnered with the European Commission to develop international vaccine passports as drug, drug makers call for climate vaccinations. You heard me. Climate vaccination. A shot. <laughs> For the climate. Um, I'm not quite sure how to tell people that that's not a thing, but you know there are going to be people that think that's a thing, that they're going to gravitate toward that. I can get a shot in my arm and I don't even care what the substance is as long as it helps me with climate. Here's a really damning clip from Pfizer, by the way, just so we know who we're dealing with here. Here you go. Ireland at the moment, extremely high vaccine uptake, but stubbornly high infection rates. Mm. I'm honored to stand here today with dedicated colleagues from within the Department of Justice as well as beyond it to announce a historic settlement with Pfizer Incorporated, a pharmaceutical manufacturer and its subsidiary pharmacy, pharmacy and Upjohn uh, company arising out of civil, civil and criminal allegations relating to Pfizer's allegedly illegal promotion of various drugs, most notably Bextra. In a combination civil and criminal settlement, Pfizer has agreed to pay $2.3 billion, the largest health care fraud settlement in the history of the Department of Justice. They didn't just implicate Pfizer. They actually identified and charged the senior managers who were responsible for the fraud. 
Hmm. That's the same company that they ordained the government shots coming from. Bolstered them up, made it possible for them to spin those out to everybody. Now you're getting told to take their flu shots. You're getting told to take all this junk into your body. And it's all a lie. Shameful. We all have free will. You can do it to yourself if you want to. Yep. <laughs> but then you've got to reap those consequences as well. You're putting an unknown, untested substance into your body. Always cracks me up when when pregnant women won't have a glass of wine and they'll they'll tout that in public and they'll mm-hmm. talk about it endlessly, mm-hmm. but then they'll jab themselves with every shot that the doctor gets paid to promote from Pfizer. I'm like, you got to be kidding me. <laughs> While they're pregnant. Did you see the meme of the pregnant woman holding a glass of wine and she says, don't worry, it won't hurt the baby. And then below her, 30 years later, AOC. (laughs) (laughs) I love memes. That's one of the only highlights that's come out of the last few years is really terrific memes, right? Yeah. They get me through. They're hilarious. I know. Um, They really are. Um, By Uh, the way, I would go ahead. uh, Humor is Mm -hmm. what gets me by every day. Yeah. This is Kennedy grilling Christopher Ray. This is only uh, one minute. You have to hear this. Here we go. This is Senator Kennedy. He cracks me up. Chris Ann Hall loves him, too. Okay, here we go. Why didn't the FBI just say, hey, the, 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 the laptop's real? Long silence. Why didn't you just tell everybody the laptop's real? We're not vouching for what's on it, but it's real. This isn't a, 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 a fiction. Well, I, I, as you might imagine, the FBI cannot, especially in a time like that, be talking about an ongoing investigation. Second, I you would tell you that, that at least my understanding is that both the FBI folks involved in the conversations and the Twitter folks involved in the conversations both say that the FBI did not direct Twitter to uh, suppress. But others were story. in government. Well, I can't, again, I can't speak to others in government. Now, that's part of the point that I was trying to make because the Fifth yes, Circuit's sir, But opinion, you're the FBI. You're not part of the White House and part of Homeland Security. You're not supposed to be political. You see all this controversy going on. Why didn't the FBI said, time out, folks. We're not getting in the middle of this, but the laptop's real. Again, we have to be very careful about what we can say, especially in the middle of uh, an election season, because that's precisely <laughs> some of the problems that led to my predecessors' um, uh, uh, negative findings from the inspector general. Did you hear a gavel? Thank you, sir. I heard Kennedy. a gavel. <laughs> wow. These, these clips are just like the memes. They, they just, they, they're mind-blowing. Memes are pretty good. The clips, not so good. Like, it, it, you just can't believe the stuff comes out of their mouths. What? We have to be very careful, especially in (laughs) an election season. (laughs) Wow. Which was the exact point he was making. Exactly. (sighs) Kennedy. I mean, come on. Come on. Come on. Come on. It's, um, It's pretty bad. It's pretty bad. Anyway, look, look. We we must stand up, just like the German MEP says. Look. There's no room anymore for not standing up. Stop complying. Stop going along. Wake everybody up around you. And, it, I, you know, at this point, I guess you might tick off some relatives. When have you not ticked off relatives? <laughs> okay. I mean, maybe, maybe it's just time to finally just start saying the truth out loud. 
instead of uh, instead of this whole disagree better nonsense that my governor and the Colorado governor came up with and all that is is government trying to control how people communicate with each other which isn't their role but you're going to have a lot more of that coming down from all the states too telling you how to behave i say tell the truth i say tell the truth okay and find out maybe what god what god can do in your life when you do that you know, Mike Lindell stood up for the truth. He stood up for election fraud, right? And um, and it was pretty. It was pretty great. See, yeah, there was a toll, and yes, he's suffering that toll. But you know what, though, I think at the end of the day, he'll always be glad he stood up for the truth. What do you think? First, they came for the socialists, and I did not speak out mm. because I was not a socialist. Yeah, that's then for they sure. came. <laughs> yeah. We're just on down the line. Yep. Be faithful. Be fearless. We'll see you here tomorrow. And um, Chris Ann Hall on Thursday and all kinds of guests on the economy. We'll see you Thursday. Or see you tomorrow, Wednesday. (laughs) (laughs) We'll skip today. (laughs) 